Now, verse 10, the angel said, I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a saviour has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. Short version, here's news that will fill you with joy. The saviour has come. Now, over the Sundays in December this year, we've been thinking about the, the blessings of Christmas. Those key words that uh, come up in Christmas carols, they're on the Christmas cards. Hope, peace, love, joy. Well, the promise from the angel is he is about to deliver a message that would bring joy to those who heard it. No, 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 more than that, this message will cause Great joy for all the people. Uh, religions, religions around the world do stir up all kinds of emotions in their followers. Uh, religion will make people feel guilty or make them feel happy and make them feel grief or feel excitement, feel burdened or feel liberated. Uh, perhaps you're in the no religion category, like 50% of New Zealanders. Uh, but everyone, no matter who we are, experiences a great variety of emotions in our life. If you could put an emotional banner over your life, if you could pick one emotion, here's the summary, the predominant emotion, emotional tone of your life, what would it be? If your family or friends were going to pick... This is your normal, average, emotional state. What, what one word would they pick for you? Anxious, worried, relaxed or content, sad or discouraged, bored or lethargic, excited or enthusiastic? Well, if, if there's one feeling, one mood, one tone that summarizes the Christian life, the Bible says it is joy, rejoicing celebration. That's the banner to write over the Christian life. Uh, Buddhists, uh, they think joy is too risky. They aren't interested in joy. See, your joy could be taken away. So for the Buddhist, the best emotional state is detachment, indifferent. I won't experience joy, so I won't experience loss. There you go, nothing. Uh, Islam, Islam doesn't rate joy. Uh, that's too frivolous and trivial. Uh, Islam literally means submission to God, so you find peace through accepting, through conforming, through obeying. And our Western culture is too superficial for joy. See, the goal of our culture is happiness. Now, captured for all Western cultures in the American Declaration of Independence when it talks about the right to pursue happiness. Now, we might often use those words joy and happiness interchangeably, but I think happiness is, is something much more fleeting, more temporary, something short-lived. Uh, certainly in our Bible passage, the idea of joy is something long-term, something substantial, a kind of bedrock perspective. See, happiness is about the mood of the moment. So something good happens and you feel happy. But then something bad happens and happiness has gone out the window and that's replaced by feeling sad or angry or whatever your grumpy emotion is. But joy 
at least the kind of joy being talked about here in Luke chapter 2 is stronger and deeper. Now, the promise from the angel is that he has a message that would cause great joy for all people. What is the message? A saviour has been born for you. And there's a confirming sign they would find a baby wrapped in cloths lying in a manger. You understand that the message is really a promise about the future. There are some signs to bolster confidence about the reliability of the promise. I mean, it is a message being delivered by an angel. The saviour that was promised has actually been born. And the baby can be identified from all the other babies in Bethlehem at that time by being found in a barn. But the promise that the saviour of the saviour, this promised saviour hasn't actually done any saving work. He hasn't done any rescuing. That's, that's all in the future. Nevertheless, the announcement about this saviour, this promised king, that message of good news about the future, that message is the basis of great joy now. See, if I can make a distinction between happiness and joy, happiness comes when the happy-making thing arrives, but joy can come even just through the promise of the joyful thing. And that joy experienced today about something in the future, in this case about someone in the future, that joy doesn't go away just because you're having a bad day or something unpleasant happens to you. Joy about a promised saviour doesn't go away even though I'm some shepherd living in a country under a foreign army. Uh, Joy about the promised saviour doesn't go away even though I might be fighting cancer today. Now that joy about a promised rescuer might even change how I approach the struggles and the trials that come our way each day. Do you have something in your life that fills you with so much joy that you can deal with heartache, disappointment, failure, and not be robbed of your joy? Why would the promise of a saviour bring shepherds so much joy? Well, as we uh, heard in our first reading, top of the chapter, the power and the authority in Israel at that time was a Roman Caesar who ruled over the Jews through a governor. And Caesar's order for a census results in Joseph and Mary having to travel to Bethlehem. That's power. A man in Rome issues an order and people in all sorts of other countries have their lives messed up and have to travel back to their ancestral homes. Now, for hundreds of years, Israel has been under the thumb of foreign rulers and armies uh, one after the next. But they look back in their history and they they saw a time when they had great kings, when they were a nation to be feared. And they had promises from God that one day a Messiah, a king would come, like the kings of the past, who would liberate the people and save them from tyranny. Can you imagine living in Ukraine right now? Desperately cold is what you would be. Uh, Some families grieving lost ones who've died in battle or blown up in buildings, short of supplies, 
bombed out homes, longing for victory, longing for peace to come. What would their joy be if a surefire saviour emerged who they knew they would turn the whole thing around? It would feel like the war was over even if there was more fighting to be done. Hope and joy would fill their hearts. Uh, you and I have the privilege of living a relatively, in a relatively peaceful country, far away from the ravages of war. What, what promise of a saviour would be good news for us? What a great tune for Christmas. <laughs> what promise would be good news for us here in New Zealand? What would fill our hearts with joy? See, we each need to be rescued. We need to be rescued from those who inflict hardship and pain on us. Uh, one of the delights of Christmas is gathering with family and friends. One of the trials of Christmas is gathering with family and friends. Uh, you only have to look at how widespread domestic violence is in New Zealand to know that it's often the closest people to us who can hurt us the most. And of course, a relationship hasn't, doesn't have to be that extreme and violent for you to be hurt. You don't need a foreign army to hurt you when there are people within arm's length, school or work or at home, who can wound your heart or bruise your ego. Now, those aren't always situations that you can escape from. Sometimes we just have to endure. Sometimes we need the promise of a saviour and the joy that comes with the hope to persevere, to endure, to change how we carry on. Of course, there's another perpetrator that we all need to be rescued from. You see, we aren't always victims. Sometimes we are the ones who are inflicting pain on others. We don't want to be like that, and yet those brutal words come out of our mouths. The selfishness in our heart, that poison spills out. Those thoughtless, uncaring actions that are done by us. We want to change. In a week's time, we'll go through that same failed ritual of making a New Year's resolution to be better and do better. But what we actually need is a saviour. Some with the power and the will to do for us what we cannot do for ourselves. We need a rescuer to transform each one of us from the worst versions of ourselves to the best versions of ourselves. This Christmas, can I tell you, the saviour you and I need has already been born. And more than that, he's lived and died and been raised to life again so that all authority in heaven and earth to liberate you from whatever you need rescuing from, he has that power. And he is motivated by great joy. Uh, later on in the Bible, the writer of the Hebrews puts it this way, talking about the Lord Jesus, for the joy set before him, he endured the cross scorning its shame. 
and then sat down at the right hand of the Father. That is, the Lord Jesus not only is a message of joy at his birth, at Christmas, but also at Easter. It says that Christ looked beyond the pain and the agony, the torture of crucifixion for joy. What He saw the people he was saving, the people that he was dying for. And that gave him such joy, that future longing, he endured the cross for you. Joyfully looking forward to being your rescuer, your saviour. See, he's the saviour of people who are dominated by their own selfishness. He's the saviour of people who are wounded by those who are close to us. He's the saviour who will end all wars and bring peace to this world forever. And the more clearly we see our desperate need of a saviour, then the deeper and stronger will be your joy, your celebration, your delight, for such a saviour has come. Now this Christmas your life can be marked by a profound delight, a, a deep joy. The emotional framework of your life could be defined by joy. That's the promised experience for anyone and everyone who listens and engages with the good news declared by the angels. The angels said, I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a saviour has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. See, if you take hold of God's message for you, here is news that will fill you with joy. Your saviour has come. Let's pray. Father, we give you thanks and praise that you are the great God who has sent the Lord Jesus into the world and that message brings joy to our hearts. You sent a saviour, a king, to rescue your people. We want to know that joy in our hearts this day, for that to be the shape of our whole lives. Help us to draw near to that message and understand deeply and profoundly who the Lord Jesus is and what he has done. Amen.